Registry Podcast, the podcast on Magento 2. For developers, by developers. Hosted by Peter Jaap Blaakmeer and Jesse Reitsma. Hi, everybody. Uh, welcome to episode number three of the Registry. With uh, me, Jesse Reitsma, and... Hello, Peter Jaap here. Cool. <laughs> So there we are. Um, yeah, episode three. Um, we, we started off with um, episode one and, and two kind of like a, a little bit um, awkward, a little bit eerie. Like, was this going to work? Uh, did, did we only make, uh, make it to, to become uh, to produce a single episode or would this be a series? But slowly, I, I think it's becoming <laughs> a series, right? So that, that's a cool thing. I, I think it's officially a series when you have three. Okay, <laughs> yeah, and not a mini series, but uh, may- maybe it's becoming also like uh, one of those those long going uh, series as well. Um, yeah, yeah. So the the the, the concept is uh, simple. It's uh, two Dutch guys uh, talking about random things <laughs> uh, related to uh, Magento two, um, uh, related to uh, developer stuff, uh, things that we find uh, interesting. Um, yeah, and, and, and maybe the, the, the kickstart of everything is, um, we're recording this actually while Magento 2.4.1, um, has been out already for, I don't know, like one week, two weeks, two weeks, I guess already. Um, so, uh, Peter Jaap, did you upgrade already? <laughs> well, place your bets. What do you think? <laughs> I think you didn't. <laughs> no, we didn't. No. Um, we're, we're, we're helping everybody onto 2.3.6 at this point. Um, which is a, a really easy upgrade from 2.3.5 P2, where most of them are coming from. Um, I just did one today from 2.3.4, which also was a pretty small, uh, step. Wasn't that big, uh, that much of a problem. So, um, I like 2.3.6 was e- was an easy upgrade. So um, I don't know. Should I go to 2.4.1? Well, I have, I what are your to thoughts? Admit, so um, I'm, I'm I'm running a few production uh, shops and and they're they're actually just doing fine. I, I see also um, agencies that I'm helping out uh, struggling with the, the same kind of issues that you have. Um, so the, yeah, the, the the real question is like, do you really need it or not? Well, you don't need it to get rid of MySQL search because, well, you can do that already with the older version. <laughs> so, yeah, there's there's not that many improvements that you might be uh, eager to adopt or unless you're running a headless shop already, something based upon PWA Studio or um, well, and, and, and personally, what, what yeah, I find. Or yeah, go ahead. I, I did upgrade one shop to 2.4.1 because we're starting a Hoover implementation on it. Uh-huh. Uh, and that requires 2.4. So I did do one upgrade and it was a fairly simple shop and that went pretty easy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's because of Hoover. But we'll, we'll get into that next week. But yeah, yeah so, I, so I lied. Uh, I did one, do Hoover, one. Hoover, 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 I don't know like what it's being pronounced as, but, uh, yeah. So, um, actually this w- episode, Willem, uh, yeah. We we'll pronounce it as Hoover. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. and uh, this it's, is episode three uh, or something. Yeah, and I, I well, yeah. definitely um, uh, next uh, episode. Uh, he's joining us to to explain everything, including the right pronunciation and including uh, the real oh, meaning. Good, because uh, I don't understand anything. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I, I think that mainly has to do with it being front end stuff, and yeah, I'm not very 
no. good in that. No, for me, for um, the, the upgrade to uh, Magento 2.4, so I've, I've been doing that upgrade for a couple of simple shops, and, and there, there I didn't really find that many issues. Um, and one of the things that I'm, I'm, I'm kind of eager to play around with is uh, the controller decomposition. Uh, we mentioned this in the, the yep. previous episode, and I can see really the, the differences in loading times uh, that um, a, a controller uh, based upon the, the oral alt extending upon the, the abstract action or the, the admin actions that are there. Um, and then suddenly replacing it with uh, one of these uh, or just an implementation of an interface, a clean constructor that you uh, basically have for your own uh, dependencies. It's just uh, reducing per controller load about 50 to 60 milliseconds per Ajax call or per wow. load. And that's, that's pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, it's not included in the core. So none of the core modules have been adopting to that, that mm-hmm. new strategy yet, uh, because of, well, I don't know, backwards compatibility and, and so on. But yeah, so, um, that, that, let's not talk okay, about so, so the upgrade just, any further. Uh, ripping out. So just ripping out all the uh, dependency injection in these controllers, uh, is giving you this speed increase yep yep which makes you wonder okay. of course like hey but what on earth is all of that that dependency stuff then doing well it's it's dealing with um events it's dealing with uh maybe also really cool stuff plugins that are doing all kinds of uh tricks and in, in there but but if you want to reduce it down to your own controller designing upon what needs to be done in a very clean and direct way it's it's kind of cool um so if you use the Decomposited, decom, decom, decomposition. <laughs> the word? Yeah. Decompositioned, uh, controller. Um, you don't have any events triggering or is that handled in a different way? So as far as I know, um, the events are simply skipped. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So that's a, a thing to watch out for. Yeah, but maybe that's that's also the the, the strategy that that I th- think should become more popular. Um, less is more. So in, instead of just adding more functionality to Magenta 2, sometimes it's actually good to reduce functionality, remove things that you yeah. have out of the box just for the sake of performance. So um, uh, conven- uh, no configuration over convention. Yeah, less magic, of. more explicitly. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, well, uh, let's skip uh, the rest of the talk about uh, the upgrade. Um, I'm maybe going to ask you next time uh, again as well. <laughs> <laughs> this will be a recurring item in the podcast. Did we say upgrade to 2.4? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. episode 26, <laughs> PG, have you upgraded already to 2.4.1? <laughs> Who, yeah. who knows? Maybe I'll do one every week, and then uh, in in uh, like twenty episodes from now, uh, all our clients are on two point four. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, uh, other news that is uh, out there is uh, Composer two. Um, so I've I've been playing around with uh, Composer two myself uh, quite a bit already, even trying to uh, implement it in uh, in a couple of my uh, my own uh, continuous integration um, steps uh, on, on GitLab uh, on my own personal GitLab instance. Um, well, and, and, and if you're, if you're using Composer 1 together with Prestissimo, um, then actually the speed is already uh, pretty cool. Uh, but now out of the box, it's, it's also there with Composer 2. Um, and, and you're only going to bump into actually two areas of issues. Um, one of them is, um, 
Well, something I'm, I'm still not able to um, explain in a maybe correct way, but there's a feature in Composer 2 called canonical repositories. And basically canonical means that um, as soon as Composer is going to search for a specific package, um, it's going to find that package maybe in a single or the first repository that it encounters. Uh, but then theoretically, if that same repository is also registered under the same name in other repositories as well. So, for instance, both on Packagist and the Magento Marketplace, then Composer 2 might be, be bumping into issues. Um, and the solution is quite simple. Just simply uh, just add a canonical is a false flag to the Magento Marketplace and, and then you're good to go. Um, the second one is actually more problematic, um, as in um, that, that if you're using Composer 1 plugins, um, then those Composer plugins are no longer compatible with the new Composer 2 API. Um, so that makes you wonder, like, hey, but what kind of Composer plugins do I have? Well, uh, Prestissimo is one of them. Uh, so you can't use uh, Prestissimo, but, but well, that's kind of common sense because the same functionality is in, in Composer 2 already. Um, but there's a couple of others as well, um, two of which um, come to my mind right now are, first of all, the Composer plugin that Magento is shipping. Um, so I'm not sure what the official name of it is, is again, but it's it's managing um, your Composer. Magento, the file. Composer root plugin. Yeah, exactly. That one. Yeah. Um, and, and that's basically uh, currently not compatible so that basically if you're using Composer 2, this, this root Composer plugin doesn't have the ability anymore to update your Composer.json file to the latest version if you're upgrading Magento. Well, that's a pity. Um, and a second one was more problematic um, that Magento has been migrating their Zend stuff uh, from Zend into um, Laminas. Laminas. And then there's this Laminas uh, back, backwards compatibility layer or so, of some kind. So uh, I, I didn't really dive deep into it, but I got the impression that actually this um, uh, Laminas uh, compatibility thing is allowing for backwards compatibility with uh, Zend calls so that you can still fall back to Zend classes and Zend namespaces while actually it's being replaced with Laminas. Um, well, that again doesn't work. So theoretically, that's going to break also systems uh, uh, to, to uh, if you're trying to use Composer 2 with the, the, the Magento 2 versions. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a simple flag, uh, ignore platform requirements, which allows you to still uh, install Magento 2 under PHP 5. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's going to work, but uh, the, the same flag allows you also to skip those uh, uh, Composer plugins. Um, and in short, uh, it works. It's speedy. It's nice. Yeah. yeah. Did you play around with uh, the experience? Yeah. Yeah, I've been mainly, uh, using it as much as possible. Um, although you just said Prestissimo, that that the speed difference between Composer One with Prestissimo and Composer Two isn't that big. Um, I don't really, uh, I, I, I have a different experience, um, because not only the downloading of the packages is faster in Composer 2, that's what Prestissimo did for Composer 1, but also the SAT dependency tree resolving is much, much, much faster and smarter implementation than it was in Composer 1. So if you're going to do a huge Magento upgrade with tons of packages and dependencies, it will resolve up to 10 or 20 times. Before. That's the main benefit for me of using Composure 2. 
Cool. Yeah. So speaking of composer, um, I ran into this um, also during one of my Magento upgrades. Um, I needed a way to see uh, which packages were upgraded during a composer upgrade or a composer require. So sometimes you you are in a project and you run a composer require whatever package, and then it will also upgrade the dependencies of that package which you might already have in there. And it will show these upgrades and these installs in the output of the require command. But usually, I don't really look at it or I don't save it anywhere. And then later on, I think, oh, maybe one of those packages updated uh, that updated might have a bug in it if I run into something. So I would uh, then I have to go manually go through the composer log files to see which have changed. And that's a mess because it's a diff file and that's not pretty cool. So there's this package. It's called David R. Jonas slash composer log diff. And it's basically a, a little diff tool, um, like a PHP binary uh, that diffs your two composer log files. And it will show you a table of the previous version it was in the old composer log file, the current version, and it will give you a link to the uh, GitHub repository uh, with already the version numbers in the compare functionality. So you can just copy paste the link and open it and then you'll see exactly uh, what code changed between uh, these two versions of the, the package that's listed. And this is great stuff. So we've um, already uh, put it into a protocol at our agency uh, whenever you do upgrade, uh, and w when you finish the upgrade, generate the log diff file and post that into the issue as well. So someone in, uh, who runs into problems uh, down the line can have a nice overview of what actually happened. You can actually pass um, git commit references to the uh, binary. Uh, so it will fetch it from Git and then uh, uh, compare it with the one in head or the one in a different branch or whatever. So cool. great. Great little, great little tool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you love your composer stuff, right? So, um, <laughs> no, I love composer so much, and and it's it's not just uh, I love composer. Um, it's it's sometimes so hard to see with the the diffs and the patches, and you know, there's so much going on at any time. So any any tool is welcome. Oh, it just just reminded me of one. Um, I'm running Ubuntu um, Linux distribution, and I ran into this um, GUI. A tool that's called Meld, M-E-L-D. You can just use apt to install it, and then you can diff entire uh, vendor or, or entire directories. So I now use it in addition to the upgrade patch helper I mentioned in the last podcast to diff the old vendor there with the new vendor there, and then you have a much better visual way to see the differences between the two files that have been upgraded. Uh, instead of the the patch file, uh, the upgrade patch helper generates itself. Yeah, yeah. So extra extra tip. <laughs> yeah, and it's basically still useful if you want to upgrade um, sooner or later to this Magento new version of two point four point one, but you're still a little bit wary <laughs> what kind of changes are in there, and if you agree with those changes, uh, of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I can. I I just. You know, I could do an upgrade to 2.4.1 in a, a, probably a, f a few hours yeah. instead of uh, t tens of hours that it used to be without all these tools yeah. and be certain that I didn't miss anything. Yeah, yeah and, and the, the challenge is still that, that maybe the, the, the Magento official version is just going up and, um, and introducing new, new features. 
uh, but you don't want to have all of those features um, all of the time just to be in your shop. Um, so um, you bumped into this uh, this um, uh, repository of Magento as well called the Quality Patches. Yeah, so this blew my mind. I didn't know this existed. And oh, I asked my colleagues and some other. No. Yeah. So this is one of those hidden gems. So it's a Magento repository. It's it's Magento slash quality dash patches. Quality patches. Uh, it's, it's a tool to apply patches to um, different Magento versions. I've, I haven't actually tried the tool itself. Um, but the, the interesting thing I found was the patches.json file that's in that repository. Um, this lists quality patches, like what the name says. So somebody did a PR in uh, the Magento repository and it fixes a bug for a certain Magento version. Um, this is a 700 line long file uh, with, let's see, 67 quality patches for various issues in the Magento code base with uh, a version constraint mentioned in the JSON file itself. So you can pretty much copy-paste this into your project and run a composer install and let the Vimo composer patches uh, helper do its thing. And then it will install quality patches for the mentioned bugs, uh, which might have been backported to 2.2 or 2.3, and are now in the latest version. But if you're not running the latest version, this is the next best thing. Yeah. So the the, the gem is still that it's all about the patches, of course. So all of those patches are um, within that uh, that same uh, repository as well. But uh, specifically, the JSON file is just uh, ready to go to import uh, by using the Vimo Composer patches uh, tool, for instance, um, and just uh, get going with it. Yeah. So it's it's pretty cool. But yeah, it's it's kind of like um, uh, something we, we discovered ourselves uh, uh, just now as well. While had, it, it has been going already for for months on a row, so it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it also makes me wonder like how many people know about this uh, indeed. Yeah. Exactly, the yeah. repository is four months old. It had a, the last release was thirteen days ago. Um, I, I never knew about this. I just uh, happened to run into it. I don't, I don't even remember where, but. No, I have a feeling nobody knows about this one. <laughs> no, but, but maybe it, it falls together with another project um, that that I, I literally have have nothing to say about yet, which is the the Magento uh, SAT tool, uh, software upgrade or system upgrade tool, SUT. Um, self it, it an, update tool. <laughs> self, I don't know, like, but it's. Um, <laughs> I don't it, remember either. It, it's it's part of um, uh, maybe community engineering or I, I don't know, like, but but uh, Magento basically trying to make uh, the whole process of of upgrading easier. Um, and actually, every every episode we start with that question, like, "Hey PJ, did you upgrade to uh, 2.4.1 yet?" And then the answer is no, but for reasons, right? And then then maybe this is just part of that that same thing as well that they're trying to get the the upgrade process more under control. Um, but yeah, S S U T the the Adobe slash Magento SAT tool um, was announced at uh, MageConf, uh, and unfortunately, I was uh, I was unable to uh, to attend for that uh, talk. Um, so hopefully the slides are coming online soon or uh, the video or, or well, the, the upgrade tool itself, because, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just looking <laughs> to know whether it's... This is also one of Magento's secret projects. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. I, I think it stands for the secret upgrade tool. Yeah, that might be as well, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um, so, yeah, cool stuff. Um, 
Well, there, there's also a couple of uh, other things that I that I uh, find are, are nice to know about. Also, um, we we talked about Magenta 2.4 um, uh, quite some time ago, um, and then there's uh, various security packages that that came out with uh, 2.4. Um, so, but but they've been also partially in um, in 2.3 as well. So a whole bunch of uh, recaptcha modules, a whole bunch of uh, two-factor authentication tricks. Um, and I, th- I think we already discussed this, the previous episodes as well. So let's not go into the details of two-factor authentication or recaptcha, uh, other than, than that there's actually a lot of third-party uh, effort uh, in the community going on to disable two-factor authentication again or to disable all those uh, recaptchas, which I find uh, funny. Um, but yeah, so, so a story I wanted to discuss anyway is, um, on the, on the robots.txt file. So the, the robots.txt, um, um, module that ships now with uh, Magento, um, allows you to generate uh, a robots.txt file, uh, on the fly. Um, and that's, that's kind of nice as in, um, I've been explaining actually this mechanism uh, during a training as well, uh, just to, to show people that, that the module itself is hooking into the front controller's um, dispatching mechanism. So it's, it's adding a new router router on top of the, the existing routers. Um, and then if you know the front controller structure a little bit, part of because it's also a question on the certification process, uh, pro- program, <laughs> but um, th- there's this loop going on between the, the between all of the routers. So one router is just mentioning like, I, I don't want to pick up this request. So let's continue to another another router. And the robots.txt is just adding another router on top of it. And then if the request is for robots.txt, the robots.txt router is picking up on it, delegating it into controller, delegating it into the XML layout. So in the end, uh, the robots.txt file is, um, is generated actually with um, a lot of PHP logic. And the funny thing is actually in there that in most of the sites that I encountered, that single call for a robots.txt file using dynamic logic um, takes up about uh, 400, 500, 600 milliseconds. So it's actually just something that is so overly complicated. Well, I, I personally have a really golden uh, solution for that. Uh, just navigate into the pub folder, create a robots.txt file, and then actually the, the speed of that file will be just uh, awesome. So, um, yeah, it's, it's just a funny thing that, that Magento sometimes is just adding all of those dynamic uh, modules while theoretically um, uh, having just a, a simple mechanism of a simple file in place is good enough as well. Uh, yeah. We of. usually set up an Nginx rewrite rule for the robots.txt and, and place them outside the, the pub route. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Well, the, the, the only thing that, that might be still um, a good thing about that module is, of course, the dynamic nature. So that if you want to d- d- deny or include specific categories for a specific uh, store view, um, then still that, that PHP logic is okay. But again, it's, it's, yeah, more, I would have preferred an implementation where it would, I would have preferred an implementation where it would run a cron and then you could tell it where to save the robots.txt file to. Yeah. Well, and because of the performance impact, uh, my recommendation would also be just to disable that that robots.txt module um, and just come up with a better, smarter alternative uh, instead. Yeah. Yeah. All right. 
Um, to come back to the two-factor authentication disable thing, um, I, when I did my 2.4 upgrade, I used the Magento 2 module disable two-factor auth uh, package from Mark Schist. Yeah. Um, that that worked perfectly. So shout out to Mark uh, for that one. Um, yeah, and, and, and to, to, to make, mention uh, maybe there's there's more alternatives out there, but I think also that that Mark's uh, uh, module was just the, the cleanest and simplest approach uh, as well. But it's it's funny to see that it's kind of like a silly thing to to install. Um, it's 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 a module to disable yet other functionality in other modules. Uh, but yeah, it's it's just a nice yeah. little thing to have. So uh, yeah, uh, shout out to Mark. Yeah. Also, shout out to M. Academy, Mark's uh, course uh, on on Magento development. Um, we uh, use it to onboard our new Magento hires, and it's uh, it, it's great stuff. So check that out if you haven't. Um, to make a segue onto a different uh, um, Magento uh, wizard uh, doing courses, Mate TV Vinay. Um, Vinay has a Magento Cache Clean um, yeah, tool. I'd call it. It's sponsored by Mage2.tv, uh, and the Mage. Uh, I can't live without it anymore. It's no. it's a file watcher for your uh, Magento. Um, it's it's in it's a JavaScript thingy. You just run it by running cacheclean.js-watch, and it will watch all your um, files that have anything to do with cache. So if you update a PHDML file, it will. Um, clear the block HTML and the full page cache. If you update a layout XML file, it will clear the layout cache for you. Um, so there are also shortcuts. If you press A, uh, it will, it will uh, clean everything. Um, well, and maybe so even better. Awesome. Yeah, and it, it's not only about uh, the cache, but it's also about the generated code. For, so for instance, if you're playing around with uh, console commands or with controllers, um, then it's also frequently needed to wipe out uh, the generated classes, so the interceptor classes around uh, a controller from the generated folder, and that that's being picked up um, uh, by the Mage 2TV uh, cache cleaner yeah. as well. So yeah, it, awesome tool. Yeah, it works fast. It works flawless. I, I I'm not even thinking about cache anymore during development when I have this thing on. It's great. no, and that, 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 that's one of the, the the main takeaways as well, right? So do not develop with all of the caching disabled, unless you're you're somebody who can live without the developer flow. But if you if you care about efficiency <laughs> and productivity, make sure that all of the cachings uh, are are enabled. Uh, theoretically, the full page cache is disabled. Uh, but then actually you really need uh, a smooth way to um, to refresh all of the caching. Uh, so, yeah, that's um, a good uh, shout out to uh, Vinay. Uh, hi, Vinay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, other stuff. Um, maybe it's also nice to uh, to mention um, uh, that, that if you're playing around with Headless, so uh, creating your own uh, PWA, uh, something maybe based upon uh, PWA Studio or uh, View Storefront or Deity or, or building it yourself. Um, then you might find actually that that um, it's still possible to navigate to the original front end of, um, of Magento. So uh, let's call it the Luma front end. Um, and that's, of course, a silly thing. And, and then maybe you can find a way of disabling that. Um, maybe you're crazy enough to also play around with uh, the, the, the PWA Studio Upward uh, tool. Uh, but uh, yeah, there, there's another tool much better for it. Um, the, the Nets 98 Headless Guillotine. Um, so yeah, the, the, 
the name of the module is a little bit uh, macabre, uh, so it's it's uh, reminding me of the, the time of Napoleon, where all of the people got their heads uh, chopped off. Um, but the headless guillotine is actually just chopping off the head, so that leaves you with just the head or the body. <laughs> I'm a little bit fuzzy, but it's, it's allowing you to um, to automatically redirect uh, any uh, any attempt to navigate to the front end, uh, navigate elsewhere. So, yeah, that, that's actually kind of like it doesn't navigate you elsewhere. It, it throws an exception. Oh, it, oh, sorry. Yeah, so I've. I've been there thinking about another module myself, but uh, yeah, it's it's pretty useful anyway. So, um, and uh, maybe to mention as well, yeah, we implemented um, this, and then we yeah. got like a, a thousand century notifications because some some bot uh, yeah. triggered the, the, an exception on it uh, during the night. So I woke up, and then we our whole century quota was depleted because some some bot found uh, the the backend uh, Magento installation for a PWA shop. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, so do make sure to uh, to use it with uh, with care. Um, yeah, maybe uh, maybe to mention as well, um, uh, Nets ninety eight, the creator of this module is also, uh, of course, the creator behind of uh, Matron. And uh, well, who who doesn't know about Matron? Yeah, shout out to Christian. Yeah. So, um, w- w- what else is there? Maybe um, maybe th- there's a plenty of modules still uh, to discuss, right? Uh, so we we always love I've, to keep going. I have so many. It's <laughs> too many, maybe as well. So let's I, maybe I, just. I, I, I do yeah. have one. Okay, go well, ahead. <laughs> I do have one. It's well, it's not an extension, but uh, in our uh, there are actually multiple extensions, but it's one organization. They're called Kiwi Commerce. They're um, From a relatively Zealand? unknown UK player. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, they're, they're from the UK, not New Zealand, yeah. <laughs> unlike uh, what the name suggests. Um, so they have some great extensions on GitHub. Uh, um, we've, we're using pretty much all of them. Uh, they have a cron scheduler. They have a login as customer functionality, which I hear isn't necessary anymore in 2.4 because it's now... Default by option. default, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, so they have a customer password reset uh, extension, an admin activity logger. We use that one on pretty much all our stores. It's it's a great extension. Uh, enhanced SMTP extension. We use that one a lot as well to to hook up uh, Office 365 or G Suite or whatever, SendGrid, you name it, and an inventory log uh, extension. Which, as it says, logs the inventory mutations. Uh, it's very useful if you have uh, an external ERP system that, um, that, that changes stuff. And the great thing about this one is that it will also log, um, stock changes that are done on the database level. So it has a trigger on the, on the table and that will, um, that will, that will listen for changes in, in the table. So if you have a third party ERP system, um, that hooks into the database, directly which um uh unfortunately some ERP systems do uh then this extension will also log those so that's uh, that's a great feature this one has which i haven't seen in any other of the competitor extensions cool well the, the, so the shout only, out to kiwi commerce yeah but the, the, there's only one downside um i noticed actually that um, um maybe pretty recently um most no actually all of the repositories um are now archived by the owner um so that means mm-hmm. basically that they're they're no longer with magento or maybe they 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 just changed their 
approach of um, of uh, open source. But anyway, the open source repositories are there, right? So um, you can just fork it. You can use yeah. the, the IDs. Um, and that's maybe also the whole point of uh, open source, not just f- freeware, but also... Yeah, I think... Uh, they they recently archived them all. Um, uh, I don't know why. I guess it's you know the OSS burden. Uh, I don't blame them. Um, so fork it. Uh, the initial code is is pretty good. Um, we've we've been forking them um, into our um, local repository as well. Um, so maybe someone can stand up and and uh, become a maintainer on all of them. So um, yeah. yeah. Still great work. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, so uh, we, we could keep on uh, going, but maybe that's uh, that's good for um, another time as well, because uh, well, we're doing a series, right? So uh, who cares? Yeah, yeah. No, no. We could go on for hours on end. We we did the last few times. Um, let, let's do a short one this time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe <laughs> let, let's look ahead uh, into the future as well. So. Um, we, we started to mention, uh, Willem Wigman, uh, Wigman, um, on, um, on his, uh, on his new project, uh, Haifa, Hufa, Hufter. I don't know, like what's being called. <laughs> we can add, but, we'll add him next, uh, next week. Exactly. How yeah. it's so, pronounced. Uh, but then, then maybe, maybe that's also nice to, uh, to actually really talk about, uh, the future of, uh, front ending in Magento and not just talking about PWA, but actually also about his work. And his um, the opportunities that that his uh, front end is going to give us. Um, so yeah, excited. So, sounds like a good idea to dedicate that whole episode to uh, to Haifa, no, to Hufa. That's the right pronunciation. Um, yeah. And then maybe also the the next episode after that. That would make it uh, episode five. Um, do something with CI CD testing stuff, code quality checking, etc. I don't know. Let's. Um, but I, I think we've got pipelines. Plenty of things to talk about. Definitely. All right. Great. Thanks, Jesse. See you next thank week. Thank you, Peter Jaap. See you next week, indeed. And uh, thanks for listening. Um, and I hope you uh, follow us back. Uh, let us know also if you uh, have other uh, interesting topics that we uh, that you would like us uh, to talk about. We're happy to, uh, to dive into uh, other stuff as well. So, um, yeah, hear from you soon. See ya. See ya.